Good morning. So glad you're here today. If um, We want to take just a, a few moments this morning to look into God's Word. And, uh, you know, there seems to be uh, in our world today, as we look around, um, a lot of judgment going on. Uh, people are judging others really quickly. Uh, judgment about how um, our government officials... Uh, our, our city officials, leaders have handled the coronavirus in this situation that we find ourselves in. We find people judging whether you wear a mask or don't wear a mask and, and they pass judgment on you in regards to that. Uh, people who feel that, that, uh, if you don't agree with them completely, then they judge you that you're, you know, there's something wrong with you or, or you have some type of, of inadequacy in, in your understanding of life. And, and there just seems to be a lot of judgment that is going on. And a lot of that judgment is, is very quick. Uh, it's, it's what we call a, a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, and there are not a lot of facts and uh, not a lot of information. And that can be very costly, can be very difficult. And uh, so I think about a story that I read and uh, not sure how uh, much of it is factual, uh, but, but I know there are parts of it that are true and, and factual. And that is that in 1884, there was a young man who uh, died from typhoid fever. And after the funeral, his grieving parents decided to establish a memorial to him. And, uh, and so with that in mind, they met with Charles Elliott, who was the president of Harvard University. And they were sharing with him that they wanted to, um, to have some type of memorial in relationship to their son who had died. And he thought, you know, these people don't seem to be you know, very uh, affluent or have a lot of money. He said, perhaps maybe you're thinking about a scholarship or something of that nature. And they said, no, we, you know, we were thinking uh, perhaps that, that we would build a building in his name. And, uh, and immediately the president thought, you know, that's a very costly uh, undertaking and, and something that probably, you know, would, would not, you would not be able to do. And so they were dejected and discouraged and they left. And, uh, and in the wake of that, they took the money that they had and they established a memorial to Leland Stanford Jr. We know it today as Stanford University. And they donated 1,800 acres and uh, and they they had uh, over twenty six million dollars. Remember, this was in the eighteen hundreds, and um, and they established a university. So so the the president of Harvard made a quick judgment without all the facts, and it was a costly judgment. It, it was something that cost his university and and uh, and the education there uh, a great deal of money and support and and encouragement. Um, this morning. I want us to look into God's Word and to see what the Scripture has to say about judging and judgment. If you have your Bibles, and I hope that you do, Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. And Jesus is teaching, and as He teaches, He gives us some instruction 
in regards to judgment. Listen to the very first thing that he says in the very first verse of chapter 7 of the Gospel of Matthew. He says, do not judge. Pretty simple, right? Do not judge, lest you be judged. For in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. And why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own? And how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, behold, the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So we're going to stop right there. We're going to look at the rest of this chapter. But notice what Jesus says. He immediately says, don't judge. If you judge, you're going to be judged. And the measure with which you judge others is the same measure that's going to be measured in you in your judgment. And so the idea is that there are a lot of people in the world today who seem to think that they're okay... They're all right, and they're judging everyone else. And Jesus says, that's not quite the way it works. Jesus says, if you're going to judge, you're going to be judged. It's going to come, and the measure that you use is going to be measured back into your life, into your judgment. I think about the idea that we are sometimes guilty of that. We are quick to judge. We don't have all the facts We don't know everything, but we hear something or we see something and we immediately begin to judge other people, other circumstances, other situations. And we look at that and we think, well, I'm okay, I'm all right. You know, I go to church, I I give money in the offering, I, I sing and I pray and I do all those things. I'm okay. And so then we judge or look down on or condemn others for something that they've done or said or some behavior or action in their life. Well, I want to share with you what Jesus teaches us here in the 7th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Three truths about judgment this morning. The first one is this, our judgment of ourselves. Verses 1 through 5. He talks about that in those five verses. Self-evaluation. Looking at myself and taking time to sit down and to examine where I am. Now, here's what I want you to note about that. The entire intent of what Jesus is saying in the first five verses of Matthew chapter 7 is built upon the foundation of helping someone else. See, it's really not about the log that's in my eye. It's really about getting that clear so that I can help someone else. In other words, he says what we have to do is we have to have our own evaluation, our self-evaluation, measured according to the truths of God's Word. And when we have done that, and when we can deal with the own things that we have going on in our life, he says then we can judge others. No, that's not what he said. He said, then when we have cleared those things out of our life, we've had our self-evaluation, we've measured ourselves, not against others, but against the truth of God's Word. Then He says, when we have dealt with those things, we can help others. It's not that we clear ourselves and prepare ourselves so that we can judge others. He said, this is done so that we can help others. He says, so then you can help your brother or your neighbor remove the speck That is in their eye. The whole purpose of this self-evaluation, this whole purpose, somehow we get this idea 
That if I've got everything in line in my life, and ever judge them, help them work through them because you've worked through those things in your life. Because you've taken God's Word, you've allowed God's Word to influence and impact you, you've dealt with the log, whatever that is, and, and we, can, we can define that log as a lot of different things, okay? But whatever that log is that's in your eye, He says you deal with it. And you deal with it through your evaluation and through the examination of the truths of the Scriptures of God's Word. And when you've dealt with it, then you know how to help others deal with those things. And so he says, when you get rid of the log that's in your eye, now you're able to help your neighbor deal with the speck, or your brother deal with the speck, the small thing that's in their life. Why? Because I worked through the process and found, according to God's Word, how to deal with the things in my life. So, so we need to be able and willing to... To judge ourselves, some self evaluation. Years ago, uh, I uh, I learned from uh, an individual uh, who was teaching, giving instruction, and uh, gave a series of questions, and said, "At the end of every year, you need to sit down and ask yourself these questions in order to evaluate your life, where you are as a Christian, where you are as a man." Where you are, if you are, are a husband, as a husband, if you're a father, as a father, uh, as, a, as a friend. You, you need to ask yourself these questions, examine yourself, and say, at the end of this year, starting a new year, where am I in my life? I think it's a very valuable practice. I, I think it's something that is, is really helpful in staying on track, in self-evaluation, in order to help us to be able to to put ourselves in position to help others with their life. Second principle this morning is this, our judgment of others. If we pick up in verse 6 and read on down through the majority of the rest of the chapter, we begin to see what he's talking about in relationship to that. Do not give what is holy, verse 6, to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it shall be opened. Or what man is there among you, when his son shall ask him for a loaf, will give him a stone? Or if he shall ask a fish, will give him a snake? He won't give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask Him? Therefore, however you want people to treat you, so treat them, for this is the law of the prophets. So did you hear what he said there? He was giving again instruction. And notice that in that instruction, there, there is this idea that there is a time... And I don't know that judgment is, maybe it's too powerful of a word, but there is a time to discern or evaluate others. But there's a proper way to do that. And he gives us instruction in regards to that. And what he says is this, you need to ask. You need to seek. You need to knock. In other words, he says, we go to God's Word. When we're discerning whether someone is, is, is someone that, that uh, I should allow to be a part of my life and influence me and be involved in the things I'm doing, it, you know, we, I don't know that, again, I think judgment may be a little bit too strong of a word, but, but we, uh, we discern or we evaluate those individuals based on the truths of God's Word 
and the leading of His Spirit. And He says, so ask Him. So seek. So look into God's Word. Knock and and get the door open. So that you can say, God, help me to discern. Help me to evaluate. Help me to know this person. Guess what? That's not a, a snap decision. That's not a snap judgment. That's something that takes time. It takes time to look at their life. It takes time to get to know them. It takes time to pray to the Lord. It takes time to seek His Word. So it slows down these snap judgments, these these instant judgments that we make about someone that can ultimately be costly or devastating. And so he says, listen, if you're going to judge others, for lack of of a different word, I'm going to use that word today. If you're going to judge others, then he says, you do it from the right motive. You do it according to biblical principles. And there are principles that are established there that we evaluate or we judge according to the truth. Not according to what I feel or what I think. Not, not according to, to oh, this is, this is what, how, how I stand on this issue. He says, we evaluate according to the truth of God's Word. We evaluate according to how someone's living in relationship to the Scripture. Not, not their political views, not, not their stance on something or, or, or how they feel about something or what they think about something. He says, we base it off the truths of God's Word. How do they stand on the principles of Scripture? And so he says, so, so you come and you ask and you seek and you knock and, and you allow the Lord through prayer to lead you and guide you in evaluating or discerning or judging those other individuals and the relationship that you have with them. And so he establishes a, a, a process, if you would. He establishes the principles, if you would, in relationship that, that we should judge or evaluate or discern based off of these teachings. Notice what he said. Don't give holy things to dogs or pearls to swine. Don't, don't give God's holy things to those who, who are not in the right spirit. That's why there needs to be... Some evaluation, that wasn't going to be some discernment to those who are not in the right heart or right mind or right relationship to receive them or to use them appropriately or properly for the kingdom of God. And how do I know that? Well, listen to what he goes on and says if we pick up in that very next verse. He says this, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And many are those who enter by it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life. And few are those who find it. Beware. Now listen. Remember, this is all teaching about judgment. Self-evaluation. Evaluation of others. He says, Beware the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes uh, uh, Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, and the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then, you will know them by their fruits. Hear what he's saying? He says, listen, we need to evaluate, judge. But we need to do it according to the truths of God's Word. We need to do it according to the principles and the guidelines that He's given us in Scripture. In evaluating, we pray and we seek and we ask God to evaluate, to judge, 
to discern someone in relationship to the truths of God's Word. And he says, you will know them by their fruit. What is produced in their life? Do they produce chaos? Do, do they produce division? Do they produce uh, antagonism? He says, if they're producing things that aren't the fruits of the Spirit, then you're going to be able to know that they're a false prophet. You're going to be able to know that they're not someone who you should give the valuable things of God to and trust them with because they won't do with them what they should in relationship to the truths of God's Word. And so he says, we've got to be very careful about this. Notice what he goes on and says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You see, there's another area in which we evaluate or we discern or, or we judge. Are they obeying the truths of God's Word? Or are they just doing what they want to do and calling it religion? Or are they just going down the path they want to go down and saying, Oh, that's my faith. I stand on, on God and I believe in Him and, and this is what, you know, He's put on my heart to do. He says, No, no. He says, You evaluate it by the truth of the Word. You, you evaluate it by the commandments of the Scripture. And he says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father, him who obeys the truths of God's Word, who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord. Now listen to this. He says, They're going to say, We're faithful people. Listen to what we've done for you. Listen to what he says. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not preach and proclaim the word is what he's saying? He says, did we not, in your name, did we not cast out demons? And in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Understand that? He says, listen, there is a time. There is an appropriate time in life for us to discern evaluate or judge others. But there is a proper way to do it as established in God's Word. But he says, we need to be aware when people are false prophets. We need to be aware when people are just delivering lip service and they're not really obeying the truths of God's Word. He says, there are going to be a lot of people who say, Lord, we prophesied, we preached in Your name, we proclaimed Your Gospel. Lord, we cast out demons in Your name. Lord, we did many miracles in Your name. And He's going to say, I don't have any idea who You are. I don't know You. You see, they believed they were okay. They believed that they were all right. But He said, You didn't practice the truths of My Word. You didn't live according to the scriptural commandments of My Word. You lived your own way. You did your own thing. You did it in the name of religion. And you said, oh, oh, we do this in the name of the Lord. But he said, your heart was not in the right place. You, you didn't have the right motivation. You, you weren't doing it out, out of the right reasons. And he said, so because of that, I, I don't have any idea who you are. I never knew you. So, so we have to be very careful about who we let influence us in our lives. We have to be very careful about who we let lead us, guide us, direct us in our lives. That they, they send us down a path. They send us down a road in our life. Because he says there are a lot of people. He said wide is the road. 
And huge is the gate that leads to destruction. But he said, very narrow is the path. Very small is the gate that leads to eternal life. And few, notice that word, few there are that are going to take that path. And so in relationship to that, he says, we've got to be very careful. Self-evaluation so that we can help others. Judgment, discernment, evaluation so that we're not influenced incorrectly according to the truths of God's Word. We, we have to be very, very careful on who we allow to influence and impact our lives and the choices that we make. And that brings us to the closing principle, and that, that's, that's God's judgment on us. Let's look and pick up, and we continue in that passage together, and, and notice what he says. Verse 24, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, you hear that? Taking action and acts upon them, may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and burst against the house. And yet it did not fall, for it had been founded upon the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act upon them, doesn't take action, he says, and the wind blew, and and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and burst against the house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Why? Because it was not built on the right foundation. It wasn't built upon the truths and the principles and the commandments of God's Word. The result was that when Jesus had finished these words... The multitudes were amazed at his teaching, and he was, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as their scribes. He was teaching with authority. Notice that he gives to us a progression, the way that we start our Christian faith and our Christian journey is that we choose a path. We choose the path that is wide. Or we choose the path that is narrow. Choose wisely. He says we continue in our spiritual journey. He compares it to a tree. A tree that grows. Bears fruit. Bears good fruit. Bears bad fruit. Choose wisely. The final judgment, he says, is when the rains come and the floods rise and the wind blows. The final judgment is did we build our life, our Christian faith, on a firm foundation, on the principles and the truths of God's Word? Or were we just led away by the fancy of others who said, oh, I do this in the name of the Lord. I do that in the name of the Lord. We do this as as a ministry of the church. And he said, I never knew them because they didn't follow the commandments and the truths of my Word. And so ultimately, he judges us on the path that we choose on the fruit that we bear, and on the foundation on which we build our Christian lives. And so this morning, I want to encourage you to recognize and to understand He, and He alone, is the authority. His Word is the authority. And He says we are to govern our lives according to the truths of Scripture. So this morning, we're going to offer an invitation Him. And this invitation is about decisions. It's about choices that we make. It's about paths that we take. It's about directions that we go. And he says in relationship to that, it's about the fruit that we bear. 
Because ultimately, God will judge us. When the storms come and the wind blows and the rain comes and the floods come up, what's the foundation upon which we're living our life? Is it a foundation of truth, according to Scripture? Is there a foundation of the fancies of the world designed by man? And he said, it's your choice. But ultimately, we will be judged for the choices we make. So this morning, you have an opportunity to make a choice. What foundation are you living on? What foundation are you obeying Him on? What foundation is your Christian faith established on? And if it's not where it needs to be, today's a time to, to change that and to choose to go in the right direction. So whatever decision is in your heart, won't you come as we stand and we sing?